0: Are you registered for Culture Proof Conference 2024? Well, you need to get registered today. We are super excited about our first ever conference that's coming to Faith Baptist in Bartlett, Tennessee.
1: Yes, July 18th through the 20th. And we're open, wide open. So go to cultureproof.net right now and register.
0: Yeah, that's right. And I say the first ever conference. It's the first ever Culture Proof Conference. But everything that you love about the types of conferences that the Addisons produce. Yes. All remains intact. Some of our speakers this year include the incredible
1: Dr. Kathy Cook. Abraham Hamilton III. Dr. Renton Rathbun. Dr. Lee Brand.
0: And Israel Wayne. And not to mention our extraordinary Culture Proof Kids and Teens tracks facilitated by Maria Hamilton III. And Mark and Amy (laughs) Warren. You're going to want to make sure you register when registration fills up for those tracks the kids tracks we close them down because yeah. we want our classrooms to be functional and we want our kids to get the most out of those classrooms
1: all right question mm-hmm. is functional a word
0: no probably not So fu- functional
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> no that's all right i just want to, you know <laughs> <sighs> <Thank> you. <laughs> Oh, don't let her do it.
0: Oh, Lord. Um, When you don't have a red line in your brain, you're just going to leave it. Okay. We want to see you in Bartlett, Tennessee at Faith Baptist Church, July 18th through the 20th.
1: That's right. Go to cultureproof.net.
0: Culture Proof is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. If you've come to homeschooling or you're thinking of homeschooling to preserve a solid biblical worldview in your children, you should consider the curriculum we trust to help with biblical worldview formation. BJU Press Homeschool is here for you and with you as you center Christ in the education of your kids. Visit our friends today at BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com, the premier sponsor of the Culture Proof podcast. So listening to Culture Proof, I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And today we're talking about how the Super Bowl, at least one aspect of the Super Bowl, (laughs) helped us teach our kid about authority mm. um, and it's interesting because you know you move past the Super Bowl and, and no one's really talking about that but there's an additional story that's come out of what happened in the Super Bowl and yeah. this is the moment it's pretty early on in the Super Bowl where uh, Travis Kelsey is taken out of the game mm-hmm. by um,
1: coach Andy Reed Andy Reed mm-hmm.
0: and um, and he gets really mad <laughs> and starts yelling. I did go back old school. He gets really mad, and starts yelling all up in the man's face <laughs> and, and like kind of bulldozes toward him. And yeah. then the coach stumbles, like he kind of, right. you know, loses his footing there a little bit. Well, it's the picture that is like, you know, plastered all over everywhere and everybody's talking about it. And as right, they should have been talking about it. Yeah. Um, but I found something interesting that in the days following that, um, Travis Kelsey co-hosts a podcast with his brother, uh, Jason Kelsey. Now, I don't know them, and I Mm -hmm. do not listen to their podcast, but I do read a lot of news articles, (laughs) and there were several news articles that talked about um, not only that, you know, Travis Kelsey had, you know, gotten up in Coach Reed's face, Mm -hmm. um, of course, the picture was everywhere, but it's it's become a meme. It's a meme. Yes.
1: Yeah, (laughs) our culture
0: is so petty. Yeah, it's become a meme. Um, But I thought there was something really interesting that came out of their podcast in discussing it. But first of all, though, I want to know what you thought when you saw Travis Kelsey get up in the face of of Coach Reed.
1: Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, man, okay, that's not right. Like, that's the coach. But like I, I think i was telling you this man it's a, it's a, a difficult thing because a lot of these players make way more money than the coaches mm-hmm. and so i think they feel a sense of like you're telling me what mm-hmm. you, you what i i kind of run this team i make you know and they don't like to the, they, they wouldn't say that but that's how i believe that the act sometimes, and so this was a display of uh, you know a lack of you know adhering to authority. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it should become a meme because that's the that's the the picture for a lack of authority. Like you run up to the coach and my bump goodness. him, Man. you know. And you're in in the the picture. You know his Kelsey's mouth is wide open, yelling, oh, and, and the expression like on his baby. face like it's just like a yeah. I'm
0: sorry. No, so,
1: yeah. so I mean, yeah, it was totally inappropriate. And man, it just shows you just a big lack of... Of authority on his of adhering to authority on his part and so I know you know he want, they want to try to clean it up and to read you know kind of joked about it afterwards yeah. but man it's a serious thing when you have a player running up on a coach like that.
0: Yeah it really is and it really helped me teach JD a lesson about authority you know when when this all happened and it was making headlines mm. I told him you know it's important that our culture is able to recognize when there is an, an, an Overstep or a usurpation of authority. The right. fact that this was a meme everywhere means that people <laughs> know and were able to recognize, hey, this is not something that should be done. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to him about how, like, man, there are um, different relationships where there is an expected authority. Right. And even in the world of like sports and athletics, the coach has the authority and the person, the the teammate or the player is supposed to submit to the coach's authority.
1: Yeah, definitely. And we had a teachable moment, me and JD, um, at one of his basketball games, Mm. you know, because he was pretty disappointed, upset that he got taken out of the game. It's Mm -hmm. it's amazing. You know, he got taken out of the game. It
0: wasn't a Travis Kelsey moment, (laughs) but he definitely was upset that he was taken out of the game. He was taken
1: out of the game and he made a a, a, a kind of a joke, but he was serious. You know, if I would have still been in there, we could have, in that type of thing.
0: Rico, we could have taken State.
1: <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's not the reason y'all lost the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a series of events, you know. And so if the coach makes a decision, you might not like it. But, hey, you say, okay, well, that's what he decided. And so those type of things have to be learned. And I think these are great uh, ways to learn these lessons, even seeing this in in culture, (laughs) you know, as a meme made out of it. But, man, there's a lesson in this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's so important that we are able to take the things that naturally happen in culture and to draw those things back to biblical principles Mm. that will be life-changing for our kids. And hopefully they'll be firmly planted and eternally rooted in their heart. Mm that when you have these various relationships of authority, these are opportunities that the Lord has granted to us here and now, right, to practice the right submission to His ultimate authority. Mm -hmm. And it begins with even seeing that Jesus um, not only modeled authority and submission to the Father, Mm -hmm. but He celebrated that. (laughs) Like, that wasn't something that was like, well, I have to do what the Father tells me to do. It was Mm -hmm. I am doing my Father's will. I am doing what the Father has sent (laughs) me to do. This is a relationship between Father and son, it is the relationship that is modeled for us. Again, Mm -hmm. the great example in the Lord Jesus Christ. But you also have this relationship between husbands and wives, Mm -hmm. that there is is an authoritative relationship, a submission to Mm -hmm. that authority, to that headship. Um, But again, this is an opportunity for us to practice in this natural or these natural institutions, Mm -hmm. if you will, um, what we are supposed to be directing toward the Lord, ultimately.
1: Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I think we can get sucked in if we don't if we're not careful because this culture kind of preaches like you don't have to like submit to authority you can Everywhere. do what you want you know if it makes you feel a certain way well you go with that you know, and you have, but God has set it to where there are authorities over us, mm-hmm. no matter who we are. There's someone that we have the answer to, and so um, the the quicker we learn to say, "Okay, this is the person that that God has ordained to be here in this position," and I'm going to do my best to to adhere to what is being, you know, said. Man, the easier it will be for us, and it's for our own good that we learn how to deal and how to respect authority.
0: Absolutely. Now, here's the thing that I feel like made this story a little bit longer than it was. It could have had a short uh, shelf life because of, you know, getting past the Super Bowl and now, it'll have a long shelf life because of the memes. I mean, <laughs> right. it, it, forever, okay? But, you know, you could move on from this. It's like, okay, and you've got Coach Reed comes out in his press conference. It's like, ah, you know, he's just <laughs> he's just getting heated up and all of this. But I think the thing that kind of keeps it on our minds, and and I think it's right that there would be some news outlets that would pick up on this. Uh, Sports Illustrated picked up on this, and The Athletic picked up on this, that uh, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey co-host a pretty popular podcast this was my first time hearing just yeah, I didn't a know they snippet. Had one.
1: <laughs> apparently <laughs> it's a thing that's podcast out there for everyone
0: for everyone. everyone. And you could Culture decide proof. if this one... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could decide if this one would be yours. I will tell you that um, through the giftedness <laughs> of our eldest daughter, Mariah, who is also an editor, um, we were able to cut out some of the words that would be offensive. So I don't know that this is going to be the podcast for you, um, <laughs> the Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey <laughs> podcast. Um, and it's interesting because when we asked her to grab the clip for us, she's like, uh, there's an E next to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. They are pretty, you know, so anyway, so we had to go through and um, pick the the part that we wanted. But here's what I thought was really important. And this is what we want to play for you. Um, I see a spiritual principle in the fact that you've got Travis Kelsey, who's just won, I think it's his third Super Bowl in five so. years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's, he's a big deal right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know, he is... <laughs> also the boy oh man i hate i just like (laughs) and you know the thing that bothers me i'm about to go off on a tangent but indulge (laughs) me for a second it's whenever people become like just you know it's like larger than life and it's pushed in your face that you must know me
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you must care yeah. about who I am and what I do. I right. just feel like enough already.
1: And so Yeah, you know, oh he created the the fade, the haircut. The, now that's another, the that's another
0: topic. That's another topic for another day. Oh, um, my goodness. Anyway. At any rate. <laughs> oh, Guys, we've got to stop with this madness, okay? All the way around. Here's the thing. They were on their podcast recently. Um, this was just last week. And they were talking about the Coach Reed incident. And the thing that I thought was really interesting was that the brother was the one who kind of pressed a little bit on this and said it was unacceptable right mm-hmm. that there I mean that he obviously crossed the line and so we pulled that clip um this is what it sounded
2: like where uh you guys I think had a fumble right on that on that first big drive it looked that was the first time where it looked like you were building some momentum yeah uh, but had a fumble in the red zone the first drive and then the drive after that one were both like three and outs I think but that's what it felt like anyways it was obviously affecting you guys on the sideline after the the fumble and the uh turnover the broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with coach reed <laughs> so heated yeah where it looks like uh, you caught big red off guard a little bit as he said i gave him, i got him, i got him with a cheap shot people are all over this and i i mean i get it i can't yeah you I, you went you went you crossed the line i think we can I both did, agree I, on that. I can't i can't i can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff when he when he stumbled I was just or even, like, I mean, even, it. I mean, let's be honest, the, the yelling in his face too is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this retrospectively. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let me pause it right there and we're going <laughs> to pick up with it in just a second. But the reason I want to pause it there is because this is like classic sort of like when you are trying to lovingly correct someone. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I mean, it's a, it's a perfect case study in how to rebuke someone and then what the response is going to be from that person when they know that they're being rightfully rebuked, there's going to be the deflection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then there's going to be the excuse making, right? So the first thing that happens is you've got Jason Kelsey who's like, yeah, you know everybody's turned their attention to it, it was pretty heated you know and he's like, yeah, yeah but you know I was mm-hmm. I was a pretty passionate guy. I'm a pretty passionate guy, whatever. But then he says no, but it's not it's not that you bumped him and knocked him off guard. It's that you got in his face at all, right mm-hmm. like you agree basically the big brother is saying,
1: that, that wasn't cool bro <laughs> that wasn't right bro and and
0: and and the younger brother is saying yeah I shouldn't have knocked him off guard like that like that's I mean you know he lost his footing and then that's bad on me and the the bigger brother actually digs in it's like nah it's bigger than that like right. it's the it's yelling it's in that his you face were even and... yelling in his face right and so this to me is like the perfect case study and like no 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 no, no let's stay here for a moment <laughs> The coach is the person in the position of authority. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to submit to that authority, right? This makes you uncomfortable, but but let's kind of go here for a second, <laughs> and then he continues on, and then he does the thing that is natural to anyone when he or she is checked. Mm. Okay, mm. the excuses start to come in, and and this is what that sounded like.
2: I oh, yeah, I know I'm 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 a passionate guy. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I love to play for him. How much I love to be you know, a product of his coaching career. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not, and I um, I got a certain relationship with him. He's he's checked me a few times, and um, I just wanted to let him know that I wanted this thing and that he he can put it on me.
0: Yeah, but Coach Reed is the coach, right? So if he's checked you a few times, he's the coach, right? Like it's, it's not like a, he's checked me, I, I check, check him, him. Back,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like this is sort
0: of like the feeling of this age, mm-hmm. right? That all of the lines of authority and all of the positions of authority, um, those things are just kind of blurred. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you don't really have to submit to authority. This provided a really great opportunity for us to talk to, especially our son mm-hmm. about God instituted authority. And even to think about, man, What does it look like when someone actually loves you enough to rebuke you, right? The Bible says that an enemy will multiply kisses, but the wounds of a friend can be trusted, you know? And so this year you have a brother, a brother. Man, there's so many spiritual parallels here, right? (laughs) You have a brother uh, close enough to say, yeah, but let's be honest, like really retrospectively which is a huge word. I don't know. I don't know, Jason, Kelsey, but like, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a mouthful. Um, but retrospectively that was a cheap shot. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm probably a great person. Um, anyway, but for him to be able to say that and to say that, you know, with certainty that, Mm -hmm. that you were off, you were out of line to do that, I think it's commendable. I think he should be commended for that
1: it's commendable and those things are not easy, you know, and, and I'm sure they talked about it. Of course, we're going to talk about this on our podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the conversation probably was a little more intense off. Like, you know, he probably could go in a little bit more and be like, dude, like, wait, wait, you know, so on the podcast, you know, people are going to be listening. You want to confront, but I think you want to do it yeah. in a way that's like, yeah, that, that wasn't right, dude. Like, you know, and so that took, that took a lot of courage to, I do, think so. to do that. And w- the parallels in the body of Christ we have to do the same thing when we the bible tells of tells us if we uh, encounter a brother who is in the sin we who are spiritual ought to restore That's that right. one in a spirit of gentleness you know knowing that we could be in that same position one day and so the thing is we have to learn in the body of Christ how to confront yeah we it's not loving to just let somebody go on and just agree with them in their sin or in their wrongdoing that we have the word of god and we have the metric to to be able to say hey the bible says this man and this is out of line yeah so this is not right you know so yeah it's commendable what he did
0: you know and i think this is something that's interesting here um that even looking back okay so you've got (laughs) you've got Travis Kelsey, who is upset that he's been pulled out of the game, <laughs> he's a meme forever, okay? <laughs> he is a meme forever yes. because of the tantrum that he threw. But I think there's an additional lesson that – and I maybe there's some outlets that have picked up on this. You know, maybe they feel like it goes without saying. But the coach made a decision. He's the one in the position of authority, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey not only didn't agree with the decision, but he obviously didn't understand what the coach was doing. If he would have understood, he probably wouldn't have been in his face yelling. Right. right? Um, but again, didn't understand it and didn't agree with it. But now we can all look back on the decision that Andy Reid made and say, but y'all won though. <laughs> I think there's a real spiritual lesson in that. And mm-hmm. our ability to respect and to submit to authority. We may not be able to understand what's going on. We may not be able to even like agree at the time with what is done or with what God tells us to do. Like, you mm-hmm. know, but God mm-hmm. is so far beyond us that, man, we do what the Lord tells us. He is gracious though. He gives us an opportunity to practice that submission yeah. in various contexts, in various institutions that he's given us in our family. So like with our son, we're talking about in the context of parents, Children obeying their parents. We're talking about employer, employee. Yeah. This would have been that coaching team member um relationship. Also in the in the context of of husbands and wives, Mm -hmm. we talk about we get an opportunity to practice submission, to practice our obedience to God. And again, getting back to this game, which Mm -hmm. was a big deal in our country, right? Um, and they won. (laughs) The one who was in authority called the shots made the play, the player didn't understand it, but had to abide by what was decided. And then they ended up winning, right? I think we are on good ground to encourage our kids that, man, we want to trust the authority of God. We want to trust what God has instituted for us because he is infinitely yeah. wise, man. We want to submit to parental authority. We want to submit to those who are in positions of authority, government entities, in as much in as, much as they are not asking us to violate our conscience, right? Right. Those who are rulers among us. I mean, these are difficult things to do, yeah. and we can find all kinds of reasons to justify our rebellion, but the Bible doesn't give us those justifications. That's right. The Bible tells us to obey God, so we submit to authority out of obedience and reverence to God, right? Mm-hmm. So we are doing this as unto the Lord. Now, yeah. look, do I expect Travis Kelsey or even Jason Kelsey to understand the spiritual implications of the kind of conversation that they're having? No. <laughs> I don't. But I can see these things happening in culture and I can use these things as tools to really drive home our biblical conviction that God is wise. Mm -hmm. God has instituted authority and he reflects the type of authority that he has over us in those institutions. And there's a blessing for those of us who submit to that authority.
1: Yeah, definitely. Even when we don't understand what's going on, even when there are so-called, you know, bad leaders, you know, you might feel feel like they're not worthy to be uh listened to or followed. The the command and the admonishment is to Listen to mm-hmm. to obey, to do what, what they say, even if you don't understand. That could be very, very hard. Yes. You know, um, time and time again, there's opportunities for the, the, the body of Christ for Christians to, to uh live out the word of God in a practical way. And a lot of that happens in marriage, mm-hmm. it happens in employment, it happens just everywhere, you know, when we get these opportunities to live out uh the word of God, and so it's not an easy thing, especially when you don't understand. But, man, God calls us to do it, you know, and it honors him that Mm -hmm. we would obey what he has said. You
0: know, here's the thing that I think often gets overlooked. When we submit to authority, we are entrusting ourselves to the one who has delegated the authority. Right. And I think that's something that's so difficult. Like even kids, they don't understand that when they submit to parental authority, Mm -hmm. they are entrusting themselves to the Lord's care, right? right. That the Lord has instituted that authority. So the same thing when we talk about our governments and when we talk about those who are in positions of authority, Mm -hmm. it's the Lord who has delegated that authority. Mm -hmm. So what we are doing is we are entrusting ourselves to the Lord's care. And again, just to look at the parallel here, you've got the player who feels like, no, it's based on my ability. But mm-hmm. you've got the one who is actually in authority saying, look, it's my decision. Yeah. This, is, this is what I think we ought to do. And this is the decision that I'm making. This is the play that I'm calling. And I'm going <laughs> to stop there because I'm not... Athletic, and I, I don't want to use terms to describe this that do not apply to football, okay? <laughs> but the bottom line is this it grabbed my attention. Number one, that Travis Kelsey was that upset, but number two, that he's got a brother who loves him enough mm-hmm. and is close to him enough to say, no, it wasn't just that you, you know, kind of like pushed him off balance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's be honest, it was that you were in his face, like even that. Like, right. come on, don't right. you think? That's real love. Yeah. That's real love.
1: Yeah. In scripture in uh, Colossians chapter three, you know, starting at verse 22, slaves and all things obey those who are your masters on earth, not with external service as those who merely please men, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord and say, whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord, rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the reward of the inheritance. It, it is the Lord Christ whom you serve. And so that's the thing, you know. By obeying God's word, by uh, respecting and, and and listening to authority, you are you are obeying God. Mm-hmm. You know, you're working uh, as unto the Lord, not for men, not for their eyes to say, "Hey, what good job." No, I'm working for the Lord. And so, if you're working for the Lord, if you have that mindset, I think you're able to do what needs to be done with the authorities here on earth.
0: Amen. You know, the culture says that you are your own. Authority that you do whatever you feel is right in your own eyes. Our culture has normalized. Uh, the time of the judges, but God still (laughs) calls us to order and he's laid out in the scripture very clearly where the blessings are for those of us who understand the institutions, the various institutions that the Lord has set up on this earth to reflect his oversight Mm. in his creation. And we are blessed when we submit to him. Amen. Again, as we remind you often, when we resist those cultural trends that rival the truth, we remain culture-proof. Until next time, Lord willing.
1: God bless